Yo, what's up, world? This is Brothers Talking Shit, episode 164. If you don't know, after the, after 164 episodes, who I am, I am the Flush Man. I'm also known as the Fat Boy. I'm still calling you Broadish, and I'm still your Huckleberry. Holla at me. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Jay, a.k.a. Big Swollen. I'm still putting that muscle around you. <laughs> Nigga, you so fucking extra. And if your eyes are not deceiving you, we got two guests with us coming to holler. Do the podcast thing with us. Here we go. Hey, man. They know me as Cousin Chris. Also as Bobby the Guard. Just depends if you catch me drunk or sober, you figure it out at the time of meeting. You feel what I'm saying? But I holler. We're going to get right to it. It's Tris, a.k.a. Tris Black, a.k.a. If I hit twice, don't call me back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My yes, nigga. sir. My nigga. Hey, yo. <laughs> Shout out to Chris's fucking Henny Punch. I just thought about that shit, yo. This nigga <laughs> nigga Henny Punch, bro. I'm yeah, trying your shit. Look, ooh, and he walking around. And he walking around with the uh, he the boy who walking around with the uh, what's the shit yeah, called? When you, when, you, when you freeze the freezer shit with you the blender. He walking around with the blender and make sure your shit stay filled up. Like, oh yeah. Huh. Outside in the streets, he walk around with the blender in the streets. No, not in the streets. We in the, <laughs> we in the house. In the house. <laughs> we in the house. Why would he be in the streets? Though? I mean, think I'm selling my I'm product. Like, yo, I got the best shit on the block. <laughs> You're going to block the block with a blender? Right. Hey, you know, listen. got the best shit. You need this. You right. need this. <laughs> Package that shit up or something. You know, so it's been a crazy week. You know, we're going to get right to it, man. You know what everybody, people been hitting me up like, yo. I know y'all watched that Kanye interview. I know y'all going, y'all going, y'all going to talk about that. So Kanye West, man, Kanye West went on the drink champs with Nori. Hey, correction, and, um, just Jay. Oh my bad, Yay. Oh yeah, Jay, it's Jay now. Yeah, yeah, right. I stand corrected. You know, he, he went on a, a drink champs with Nori and uh, DJ EFN. Yes, Bro, I don't need you. To, I know what I'm saying right now. Bro. <laughs> That's that shit I be talking about with you, man. Hey, no. Don't start your shit, all right? Hey, yo, Bobby, here we go. Hey, yo, listen, so. Hey, man, I'm just happy you stopped calling him Yeezy. You just saw he had to pay another nigga 50 mil. I don't want you to be the next nigga, you know what I mean? <laughs> Slow it down. Yeah. That nigga better get, get Seagull's money without here. He talking about he had he a check for Seagull. He did. He, got, he gave he it to him, him, yo. Yo, he man, he man up to that, though. And he trying to find Seagull. You know what I mean? So, see, wherever you at, you better go get that check. That's oh, you know, see, when he got that. Now, he got nine billion. Listen, nigga, I walked away. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> I'm going to get to that chicken all day. So, um, I was, for me personally, I'm, I'm going to start it off. I was nervous going into it because I'm a Nori fan from Triz. You, matter of fact, shout out to Triz. Triz oh, gave me the War Report album. The War Report album. Yeah. Yeah. He gave it to me back in the day. So we go that far with, with Nori. But as far as the podcast, I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes Nori don't know how to shut up and let's let people talk. And you know, that fucks with me a little bit. But I feel like with this joint, Nori let him let him get his get his shit off. And um, I think it was it's a part two I'm hearing. So it wasn't done. It's another part that dropped on Thursday. But from the first part, we're gonna go around the room and we talk about what stick out. So Jay, what stuck out to you that on the interview that you never finished? <laughs> There you go. So, you know, the first thing is this nigga came on with this cut, right? Again. And I'm like, yo, why don't you look like I didn't think he was going to do that. I thought that nigga was going to shave his head or some shit like that. Secondly, like this nigga talks like he's enslaved on some type half of the show and then other half like um, but it just to see him 
um, relaxed and like kind of almost like the old Kanye, like, fuck it, I'm a drink. Fuck it, I'm a smoke. It kind of gave me like, all right, well, you know, it it gave me like a little hope, like we might get the old Kanye back. I I said might, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, I don't know. Stop it, Jim. We're not getting the old Kanye back. I'm sorry. That's over. And when he hit the blunt, that nigga ain't hit the blunt right. Anybody see that little, that weak, yeah, that weak said, ass you move? Know, you hit it the first time you ever smoked. I remember that. You know what I mean? Uh, listen, I remember that. I definitely do remember that. Look at you. Listen, stop. This is, this is not the trip from my business on the street episode. <laughs> oh, but um, yay or Kanye, whatever he want to be called or whatever. Um, to me, that was one of the best interviews I was on Drink Chandler. Um, you breaking up, Trish. Trish, you breaking up. You breaking up. Take the headphones off. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, go ahead. Go again. This there, you know what I mean? And then things he was talking about, touching on like Dr. Sabi diet and, you know, having a plan A for people that own kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, kind of inspiring to me. Whatever, right. Just to hear him say something like that, that was just impressive to me. I'm talking about, like, hear that from Kanye West, who everybody's saying insane, going crazy. Oh, he's losing. Like, he sounded kind of clear to me about the things he was saying on the interview. You know what I mean? But hey, just take, take them headphones off and, and let's... Take the headphones on. See if you can do what I did. Running up, Big Sean. There and, you go. Um, legend. You know what I mean, that was crazy. He was going in on that, but you know what? he felt how he felt. He said what he said. So what are you gonna do? I, mean, I don't know. All right. Yeah, you gotta fix that, Trish. Something wrong with your uh, your signal. But um, look into that real quick. Um, definitely, I definitely feel like. I definitely agree with you as far as what you were saying as far. Yeah, he definitely said something. The thing with the I'm gonna let you go first, Bobby. Bobby, you got something? And then I'm yeah, my, my my shit is I was kind of piggybacking off of what Triz was saying. He definitely does sound sound clear, you know what I mean? Cause you he's talking about his experiences and pretty much where the world's at right now on social media, freedom, financial literacy, like all the stuff he's talking about, he's letting people know that's where he's at. Yes, like his verses. I need four people. He's already done that. He don't need one person just can't battle him. Four niggas need to battle him. Clothing line, he's sitting down with Saint Laurent. Like he's sitting down in Paris and meeting the Balenciaga owner. You know what I'm saying? Like he's showing you his how wide range his life is. So if you understand what um, Mr. Big Swole saying, but I don't even want the old Kanye back. He's doing things that old Kanye couldn't even get in room to. You feel what I'm saying? So he's He's changing and showing people it's okay to change. It's it's is is viable. His one of the best quotes was, "I'm that person. You put a bone in front of me, I'm gonna draw you the dinosaur." The fuck is you talking about? Like, it, it fuck your whole head up. You feel what I'm saying? Just like, yeah, you know I'm saying like that. So that shit super enjoyable. I love to see it. He was going in. He was dropping you know some valuable things. So I appreciate it. It, it was it was great great to hear that. Yeah. See, for me, when I when I think about him, I think about how great things are. You know, you, you get to hearing things and it'd be like you make a judgment like, yo, yay losing it. Or like you like, like even what Jay said, oh, you know, we want the old yay back. 
You get what I'm saying? And and it comes a point where it's, though it's not as simple as black and white. You get what I'm saying? There's some things could I not grasp? I mean, with nine billion, there's some things he's gonna talk about that I'm just not gonna get, especially off the first listen. You get what I'm saying? So it feels like, you know, I, I made it like with the worst person, right? Let's say even with a criminal, somebody in jail that in court ten bodies, right? People might say that's a bad person, but I'm sure somewhere in that life of that of that situation. There are things that's good about that person. You get what I'm saying? I think it's just a few people who are just so bad, whereas though everything is just bad. You get what I'm saying? So it, it felt like to me, it's just like I, it, it, I made a decision before, like, you know, kind of get crazy. And some of the stuff he did say was kind of a little left to me. But like I said, I don't know what a billion feel like. You get what I'm saying? So I, it just feels like to me, it's not as easy. You know, life isn't people aren't as easy as black and white, good and bad. You know, there's a lot of gray. You get what I'm saying? I feel like it was definitely some things he said, you know, even with the, uh, man, I couldn't imagine being married to a woman and, and, and just the struggles of that, the PR people and those kind of things. Whereas though, like he said, E, this is my family. You get what I'm saying? My house. Uh, Hulu. Hulu, this is my <laughs> family. You get what I'm saying? But Imagine your family, imagine having kids and being married to a woman where their whole family is really just like a show. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's even the lifestyle he chose. Say it again. The lifestyle he chose, though. True. Like, once you become a, what is a, a social media or just a celebrity, like, you have no chill. It's like everybody's in your life, your life is show. That's what you put on. He's an entertainer. But like something else he took, like when he's referred to as a rapper, you know what I mean? Like that's like calling him a nigga. Like, right. Why not? How y'all feel about that? How you feel about that? That's like, like that was some real shit to me. Like, excuse me, my fault. But that no, was you can like, you can definitely I, say that's I, some real shit. I felt that. I felt when he said that. Like, that's like he stood up on that. Like, yeah, and I and I in that particular like. He definitely did. He's motherfucker talking about. I have a PhD from one of the highest technical, you know, producing schools. Right, right. Address me as such, because you're going to call somebody. You know what I'm saying? You're going to put everybody else's credentials that matter, but you're just going to say the rapper as he's, he's so much showed, more than that. Right. Exactly right. as he showed, he's way more than, more than who they portray him as. Yeah, but I, I agree with him on that. It was definitely Hey. From what I saw, now I don't know supposed to be too. It's someone with your signal, Trez. You you going it's in and out? Too. Yeah, they 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 saying a part two is supposed to be coming out soon, but um, you know, just to piggyback on what y'all were saying about that, um, you know, being a, you know, art, I mean, uh, being a rapper, yeah, that that was one of the things that I did uh, like uh, from that um from that um episode, um, just explaining you know rapper. And the concept behind that, when you when you have a name, you know, um, so yeah, that 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 part I did like about that. Something else that stuck out, right, with the whole Drake thing. Now, it, it was something that he said basically, like um, that um, he was like, how do you? How, he was like, he said he called Drake and asked Drake did he sleep with his wife, and he said Drake said no. But the whole fact of the matter that Drake was saying things in his rhymes that were insinuating that there was something there between Kim and Drake. 
as a man and knowing that the rap game, when it comes to that rap stuff, is that too, is that out of pocket? Is that like a line that you can't cross? You get what I'm saying? As far as rapping. What you got? What you got, Chris? Uh, nah, I, nah, to me, if y'all beefing, the way y'all say y'all beefing, Shit, you know, it's it's free wreck, you know, it's it's wordplay. You can say whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? Only you know the truth. Like when Ye was saying, I only responded because it's like when somebody keeps doing something behind the scenes in your DMs, talking to your family, going, you know what I'm saying? And then everybody's like, Y'all don't see what he's doing. I right, fuck it, it's me then. <laughs> like, right. I like, fuck it, it's me then. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna do what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? So because we it's definitely a lot of songs that you heard Drake just talk about Kanye and Kanye, like, yo, what the fuck? Like you know, Yay, Yay's uh, pool's big. Mine's just big is all I'm saying. Like, leave that man. Why, fuck his, why his pool did nothing to you? Right, right. <laughs> why is his pool the topic you. of discussion? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely agree. But I mean, in rap battle, like he was saying, Drake's beefs have been so strategic. This nigga dropped back to back and was on the top room of Meek Mill. Like, he heard that shit all fucking <laughs> That's crazy. You feel what I'm right. saying? So it's like, you're saying, oh, once Nicky's done with this one, I'm up next. Like, you're talking about this man, and he's hearing these songs. So I was like, everything he's doing is always super strategic. So at that point, I feel like there's no line that you can't cross at that point. Because if people know you beefing and that's yours, why are you even associating with this man? Why, You know what I'm saying? Why is my... It shouldn't even be a topic at that point. At that point, I got to address my family. Like, yo, you, <laughs> you fuck that bitch? Like, what's up with it? Right. So, I mean... <laughs> like, go ahead. Go what you got, Jay? I, I was I was really just going like um, you know she said that you know she got like she said um that she stopped listening to him so I'm like damn you got that upset like you lying on like who's lying is she lying on the dick or she just lying on her pussy because she don't want to add more miles to it right and so at that time it was just it's yeah right like so it brought me back to when like you know Biggie and Faith Evans and it was like when when Pac was like. You know, I hit it. I hit it. Right. Yeah, so it's like yeah. later down the years, you find out that it really happened and shit like that. But right? we didn't hold on. We didn't find out that really happened. We, <laughs> where did you find that out at? Where was we at when you found that out? But Pac so said it. Pac said it. But just because the nigga said it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean this niggas out here that Lonnie Dick, though. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're trying but to it, hurt, you're trying to hurt somebody. Now, like for me personally, you get what I'm saying? I feel like is it is it overstepping? I mean, you can't. I'm not like the thing with Kanye saying about the Mike Tyson thing stuck out too. Just basically like I was Mike Tyson, I, I bit him. He, yeah, he been here. doing he been doing stuff to me, and ain't nobody been you know ain't nobody catching it. You get what I'm saying? Um, as far as I don't I don't I don't think it's overstep. I mean, that's where we come from. We grew up. All of us are. A plus 35, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, with the Pac situation or whatever, we've heard things said in rhyme, whereas though there is no limit to what somebody can say to you. You get what I'm saying? So we're from that era. You get what I'm saying? And another thing he said is we both are worth too much to our record companies to even for there to be anything physical or something actually happened to somebody, you know, in the um out here in these streets for real. You ain't got to worry about Kanye and, and Drake people's running to each other and it'd be a problem. But I do feel like Drake, like 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 Bobby said, you know, he he was very strategic. You listen to Sickle Mode, Sickle Mode, which is like a fucking. He said he was going, he was going to birthday parties 
and they was playing tickle mode. But you think these rich white folks where you stand that know that on this song, Drake is talking about you when he's talking about make a right and all this, and yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> all, they don't know that. But he was he was upset that he was at birthday parties with his kids and he was playing sickle mode like like they was playing hit it up or something. Like you would think that's what they was playing the way he was like, yo, they gonna play this this song at the birthday party. Like, yeah. but I respect his honesty. You know I mean, I respect his honesty about it. You know what I'm saying? Saying that, yo, he did touch, he did touch something inside of me. He did bother me. I respect that because I wouldn't have gave Drake that no matter how much. Yeah, I was like bothered. you said, when you in the inner circle, when you know, you know, like, you know, when somebody talking about, you know, what he's saying is about you and whoever you around, they be like, oh man, yo, you made man talking about like that. It was, it was crazy. Like Drake was on his drum, but. That's how the game go nowadays. Everybody's coming at everybody now. So that's how it go. Like, you what are you going to do? Definitely. Yeah. So when he said, do we respect the fact that he said, Hove the boss, he wasn't, he wasn't versus the one versus Hove? I, I, I think he knows he's not going to win. Like, <laughs> you say he think, you think he know what? I think he knows he's not going to win. It's, it's, you can't win that versus. Like, I mean, to he an extent, he can. Uh, again, what you say, Bobby? He, to an extent, he can. A lot of right. I don't really songs. Kanye no, produced those beats. You can't play those. <laughs> Ain't no heart in Atlanta <laughs> City, dead. Right. That song is a good ass song. No, you you can't say he can't Watch play that. No, dead. You can't say he can, but Ye can play it too. He produced it. You can't play a song that y'all both are on. It doesn't. It does not how verses been working. No, you got to play a song. Joe and, Fed Joe and Ja Rule did uh, New York. That was at the end, though. That's just for the city at that point. <laughs> I mean, they, they performing together. Yeah, he's not no about... easy out. He's not no easy out, period. To know, yeah. He not no, his 20 is strong. He said he'd take on Buster, though. You keep talking that Buster shit. All right, so yay yeah, versus Buster. <laughs> not a lot of people can take on Buster, man. Buster, yes, thank, thank you, Tris. Like, oh, no, well, we've been talking about this for weeks that T.I. Ti wanted everybody but Buster. T.I. was asking about the whole world, but didn't want Buster. Why are we having this Buster conversation again? It's no, like you brought it up. You said I did. Bad. Jay brought it up. Hey, because bu- Buster's no, that Jay been, Listen, Jay been holding the flag for the Buster Rhymes shit. Like, Jay been swinging the flag faithfully <laughs> for Buster. Like, listen, we know Buster going to be, uh, first of all, the energy, of him, the performance of Buster Rhymes on a, on a fucking what's the name stage is going to be I don't know if Kanye can beat him off of that. Just his, him and yeah, Swift together. Energy. Yeah, the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. gonna get busy out there. That's a fact. Was he? He came up on the last verses and they made us uh, uh, rap one of his songs called "This oh, Man yeah. Swift." They was already in that joint. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want that the on him. He dropped the mic on him. He did. The KRS. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's my two favorite rappers, so I already Who? know the Bob. Who? Buster and T. Um, Buster and Ludacris, my two favorite rappers. Oh, I mad, and that makes sense. If those two, your two favorite rappers, it made because they down the same, down the same. Um, Luda couldn't do yeah. that with Buster though. Nah, nah, he could, he could keep up for at least a good ten, ten limb. But see, yo, when I think of Buster, like even album wise, I wouldn't even say I, ten. I yo, album Buster albums <laughs> never been. He never had them joints as far as the album though. Yeah, Buster, Buster had a lot of good singles and his features with the Mariah's, the right. Janice. Like he, like if you want to go videos, 
Him and Ludacris go a good 10. Nigga, because right. Ludacris mm-hmm. fucking Red Light District, like, they had the, the animation shit. So that's why I said a good 10. But the 20, Buster gone go- the versatility. Who he I had. don't know. I don't oh, know. Buster got a twenty for to go back to Kanye. I don't know. Buster got a twenty for Kanye's twenty, and we always say this, Jay, and I. We always say, "What's if I made a playlist for certain artists that have been like some some artists don't their favorite song don't be the song that pop." You get what I'm saying? Like your favorite song as a rapper might not be the song that the whole world love. Do you know Music Soul Child can't stand yeah. doing the songs that he does? Like he don't like doing his music. He likes to rap. So Music Soul Child would prefer to rap than to do. Wait, when he started rapping, when he started rapping, <laughs> he got, yeah, like, listen, Music Soul Child really got like he got a whole nother rap name and everything, and he was on some show like yo, yes, and then he yeah, like yo, I don't even want Soul Child wasn't always like that. He said he don't even like doing them songs. He do it for the check. So what I'm saying is to go back is an artist, their 20 might not be the best 20. You get what I'm saying? Fab 20 against Kiss wasn't the best 20 from him. It wasn't. He started the DJ started playing some more fire after he finished. I was like, right, bro, like, end, that so, so, end of the day, <laughs> but if Kanye played his best 20, he he getting busted. I'm saying Kanye. Oh, yeah. Because he you, again you said, it's who's on those songs. You said the same thing that in locks. And then you had to repent. Bro, hold on. I'm the one who said the... Do you know who you're talking to? Tris, what's wrong with you, Tris? <laughs> he's, he's a wild one right now. I'm a locks guy all day. I Hello never X, said this. Like, we like that's what we used to bang. Like, yo, like, yo listen, that wasn't Back me. That was uh, Ice Cube. I don't know what you mean used to. <laughs> well, we still do. No, no. no. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, Tris, this nigga loves she glutes too, Tris. So we're back, baby. Yeah, Jay loves she. Oh, yeah, Jay she. Oh, man. You look like him a little bit too. Who? Oh, <laughs> me? Yeah, you. Man, I heard a lot of shit. I don't like a lot of motherfuckers, man. Nigga told me I like Wanye from Boys to Men. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Throw that thing in the head. I can't hear you. Say it again. Nobody, nobody ever told you that. Dead serious. Shout out to my man Jess. He don't watch the podcast, but he did, yo. All right, so. Anything else y'all take from um that, that stuck out as far as um Kanye on on um yeah one thing that stuck out I'm gonna make myself the, my own brand and um try to go for a trillion and make um feed the what he said feed the homeless with with a with his um his own uh, nonprofit or something like that right I'm not sure that's one of them things yeah. I got to listen back to yeah. I like, he, I like, Fact of uh, he's he got um, uh, what over two thousand acres of land. I don't care if it's in Wyoming, but at least he got you know he getting his land and whatnot. So yeah, he talking about building the city. Yeah, that was yeah. that. It was part of that. That was part of that whole uh conversation when he was talking about the building the city because he's like you got like two hundred acres. I think he said it was it's, it's about one one forty five or some shit like that. Yeah, 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 the yeah exact yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he but, yeah, wants he some. Was, that's what I'm saying. When you in that space, he's sitting. And his vision, who am I to say he can't do what he say he want to do? You know what I'm saying? He's he a nine, nine billion. He in said, short, in the short when time, you talk about a city, who you think of? Acom. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. right and he's right. like, why? That can't be me. <laughs> True. He, he said he said him and uh him and um uh, Acom's brother Boo be, be talking all the time. So he was like, yeah, you know, if Acom, you know what I'm saying, can do it, then I'm going to take it to that level. 
Yo, he dropped like 60 names, yo. Yo, he did. Yeah, I thought he said hard. my name. He's like, yeah, me and Flush. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, I made this shit. I mean. That nigga said my grandma's name. Like, yeah, Francis in. <laughs> I just thinking on my grandma. <laughs> that nigga would have said Flush name. I would have never came <laughs> on here, bro. I'll tell you. Oh, uh, nigga, listen, man. Yo, Bob, I would have never, like, uh, you had to pay your dues, my B. Yeah. <laughs> yo. All right, y'all watch the Canelo fight? No, I I, I watched the highlights. I caught the clips. He they were dancing. They were dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was boy, a solid boy, one. Boy came, boy came, ready. Boy was he was okay, but Canelo. You heard, you heard the, the you heard the little conversation they had. Uh, somebody caught on ringside. No, 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 no. What what happened? I I had glanced by it probably not too long before we started. What did he, what did they say to each other? Basically, he was just like, um, he said he's like, you like that, right? He's like. Oh yeah, he's like not bad for twenty one and zero. He's like, Shh, you're right, not bad to keep up with you. <laughs> right. He's out there, and then they just saw box. Yeah, that was a good Canelo, man. Yeah, that was. I, I sat back and watched that fight Saturday night, man. It was Canelo. He's serious out here. So, do we still think? Do we think maybe Canelo caught Floyd too early, or do you think no matter how good Canelo get, he still can't touch Floyd? Okay. Nah, I don't think he touched enough. It's it's hard that it's the the age different the brackets how you know what I'm saying where they caught each like so when you caught each other right I feel like if he caught him if he caught if it was even possible but Floyd but Floyd at like 34 and Canelo now I think that'd be a good ass fight that'd be a bomb fucking fight and that and that's one that you're gonna have to it's gonna go to the end yeah I I think Canelo now is mentally he unified the belts. I think he just in a mental. I think he wasn't ready yet. He was too young, and and Floyd at that time was just mentally. I think it's more mental than physical. Always, you know, it's the mentality of a Floyd. You know, Floyd in his prime was just like, you know, but yeah, know, I, like you said, he was definitely young. And you got to remember, like going in all the press and all the stuff. Are you fighting undefeated? You going against Floyd? You know, he right. got the money team. He's shining. So you just. You trying to focus up, but still, at some point, something. And like you said, he's not. He wasn't in that Floyd number one mindset. So that a lot of shit goes into just about to fight. You know he, what I'm he ain't had them triple them triple G battles yet and all that. You know what I'm nope. saying? That, yeah. that that put that put some. What would you say, Jay? I said no. Yeah, I said yeah. I was uh, agreeing with you. There's no experience on his belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a little different at the. I remember when Pacquiao went through. I think who he fought, and after that, it was like he went on a run that was crazy. Um, he fought him like three times. I want to say, who was who the boy who used to drink his own? Oh, year? oh, I don't. Was it him? I don't know if it was him, but I know who you're talking about because they fought the the little Spanish looking Spanish. Right. Dude so too. once they had their joints, it was like I think he was Mexican, but once they had their joints. It was like Pacquiao was on another level. Pacquiao was just getting mm-hmm. busy. They was testing Pacquiao for steroids and everything. Like, there's something wrong with him. Like, he got nah, he gotta be on fucking... something. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Pacquiao was getting busy. <laughs> so I think he on one of them kind of runs. Like Canelo on one of them type runs. Like, I don't know who they're gonna put in front of him to stop him. He about to be out here getting hope. busy. It was a good fight, though. Um Thanks. All right. Okay. So something with the Kanye thing to go back a little bit, but I, I found this interesting because I felt like a lot of times the people that he that he dissed, whether it was Talib or or Big Sean or John Legend, it wasn't really about. It was more about how they 
them not being on his side as far as the political situation, especially with the John Legend and the, and the Sean thing. First off, I want to say about the Talib thing. Talib was on Kanye's first album, which nobody Talib music was... stick to your ribs. I mean, <laughs> right, right, right. That's my favorite CD that I play in my crib. I mean, you don't really know him. Why'd you lie? Stop fronting. Kanye, let's stop. Yay, let's stop fronting. That, that college dropout wasn't some album that was coming out that everybody felt they had to be on. You know what I'm Sorry. saying? So I'm pretty sure that was a favor that you asked some to do. It wasn't it wasn't anything about financially. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. He was bigger than you when he did that for you. You get what I'm saying? And y'all had a relationship. Don't sit back here. And I love Common. Don't get me wrong. But don't act like, oh, Talib is just garbage compared to Common. I'm pretty sure if you ask Common, Common not going to say that. So for you to diss Talib and act like Talib is... So terrible. No, we're not going to do that, especially when he was on your first album when Rockefeller didn't even believe in that first album like that. You get what I'm saying? So anybody who was on College Dropout, I feel like he shouldn't be able to this. Agreed. Nah, yeah, that's that's definitely a top tier right there. Like you said, he wasn't as big as he was. They didn't believe in it. It's just you got to relax on that sometimes. Like we hear what you're saying. We we see where you try you trying to come from, but nah, nah, not when you was when you was just uh Kanye back then. Right. It wasn't yay easy. None of them None of things. <laughs> um, but I went to the big Sean and, 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 and um John Legend thing because it feels like when you um because you it felt like he felt because he put them or he helped them, everybody needed help. Somebody put Kanye where Kanye was at. The fact that you contributed to John Legend being who, even though John Legend had to do, it's not like you set everything up and John Legend it was a home run hit. John Legend had to do things himself. Big Sean had to do things himself. Because somebody put you in a financial situation or helped you get to a certain point in your life where it does change your family. You know, you're able to move your mom and your family out of, out of circumstances and put them in better circumstances. It, is it okay for you to feel like they shouldn't agree with you? They should always agree with you. To me, it felt like because they weren't on his side or he felt like they didn't ride with him. I'm going to answer first. Like, I don't have to agree with you. No matter what we've done, no matter what I... I respect people around me who going to tell me how they feel. And if you don't agree with how I feel, I respect that and I want to hear that from you. I don't want people around me who just going to be, oh, yeah, 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 a, a yes man. You get what I'm saying? So I, I kind of got my own answer, and I feel like y'all will, but is it right for him to feel like they owe him something because he's helped them career-wise to be in a certain situation? I'm going to say no. Like, he, he, they don't owe you nothing, right? Now, if, it, if it's dealing with music or something like that, then, hey, you know, how you treated me on this deal, how you treated me when I was on your label, you know, yada, 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 blase, blase, then that's different. Bring your political views into it. No, I, I mean every man has a has their own thought, as you said, and every man, you know, is going to follow their own path. What you may say about, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, R. Kelly, it may not be the same thing I think, right? That you know I'm saying, or maybe the same thing Bobby's going to say about that. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to have that respect towards you. Because you're your own man. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, Bobby, you were right. Yeah, and if you were right. And, and be and then send y'all a message like, hey, I didn't think y'all was right, but I didn't want to call you out on it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't you you, you don't have to, you know, you gotta uh, um 
you got to separate that. You know, it's like, you know, what they say in school, separating church and state uh, mm. and whatnot. Mm. So that, that's that's where you got to separate that. You know, that that's uh, uh, that's one of those. I don't say touchy, but you just got to separate this. Shit, Kanye. Oh, yeah. oh, excuse me. <laughs> nah, I definitely, I definitely agree. Definitely, um, as a man, you you know, everybody has their own opinions, but I'm, I'm not one of them to be like, oh yeah, that was amazing, amazing brother. <laughs> right. Not this guy. You know what I'm saying? So, like he said, uh, piggybacking off of you, just definitely agree. If it's about music and moving my family stuff, <laughs> all all hell, you thank you, you appreciate you, but we still got some problems because Big Sean said in his song. I signed a slave deal and niggas ended up owning my masters. He had no idea. So that's something I think you need to talk about. You're worried about goddamn my red hat political views and the way they was talking about it, bro. You, at the end of the day, you fucked them up too. And then you was crying on, you know, screaming on Twitter and shit. Fuck, you know, fucking them over, but you worrying about what they thought about you and your views. Come on, man. That's, you, got, you got other fish to fry. You got to figure that out first. And that's, about that's real talk. Like, end of the day... <laughs> It can't be a thing where it's like you going on here for two hours talking about how this they did this, they did that, and, and you not owning up to decisions or things you went about. And it's crazy just how because I, I I kind I'm kind of thinking about the Summer Walker thing. I don't know if y'all heard about they talking about how, how bad her contract is. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Um, I saw some shit on that. And it's like, and I don't know who said it. I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody on on from one of the one of the guys, whether it's Iceberg or somebody said like. Just because that's the standard deal don't mean we that it should still be it should still keep you know being given out. You get what I'm saying? Oh, that's how we've always done it. That, I, I I hate that. Oh, it's always been this way. Okay, but if you especially if you know if you're an artist yourself, you'd have been through some things. You get what I'm saying? As far as being an artist, and if you know that life, like a like a, and I'm gonna go a little to the left even more, like the Rick Ross and the Meek Mill thing. And they saying that basically it might be some things as far as meat contract. But then Ross was speaking about how Birdman did Kyle and how Birdman did Wayne. You get what I'm saying? I'm not sure how that is. And I love, I love Rick Ross. I love Rick Ross. Even though that new cover looked crazy. I love Rick Ross. You know <laughs> <laughs> but end of the day, if you know what it's like and you still doing that to other people, that's fucked up. You get what I'm saying? That, that's not cool. So it's like, you know, as much as, you know, he, he he wants an apology from everybody, you know, and I feel like when you do these deals and you know that you're not doing right by this person or you're not giving them a chance to really financially be. See, the thing is that financial change from being dead broke to getting a couple of dollars yeah, is big. But when you see the real when you get in the game, you get some time in and you see the real view of things. It's still not really right as far as your deal being fair. It's a big change from yeah being broken, you know, living in your mama basement to being able to buy your mama a house. But when you look at how much money everybody else is making, and you're the one putting that work in, it ain't the same. So somebody got to be the guy who, or the person, or the man, woman, whatever that changes this thing up. Yo, that's just how it's always been. Your first deal, yeah, it's always fucked up. No, when when does that stop? Even the NFL. Remember the NFL used to give rookies thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Guarantee money, and then they changed it. <laughs> it. We could change it. You get what I'm saying? Maybe thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, while they just did a, on the piggyback to that one to the Ross, while they just did the uh, interview uh, a couple weeks ago, and 
he ain't say nothing about his deal. So I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's just with me personally. Well, or... Meek hasn't come out and said Ross is the issue. That's oh, one okay. thing that hasn't happened. He hasn't said specifically what his issue is, but he said he hasn't seen no money off his contract. So he hasn't yeah. said Ross' name. It's some. I mean, you're definitely correct. We should change it. A lot of people pretty much technically that's why we say you're signing your life away because you're not getting the money. <laughs> you're not getting what you actually deserve. And the, the entertainment, yes, um, in hindsight, they are just taking a chance on you because you might not be who you think you are. You right. feel what I'm saying? But I feel like it should be some type of incentive. If I am who I am, I should be able to negotiate and or change for more money on something simple like that. Because I know like Schoolboy Q, they said, how, how's your deal? Because they, you know, that's when they was asking everybody how they deal was and stuff. He said, I don't know. He said, Top came with me with a deal. I was in the streets. I just got out of jail. And I said, okay. Right. <laughs> and that like, changes lives. So that's what I'm saying. Just, but see, once you once you get into the game and you start seeing how things really operate and, and you see how money is, and then you see the money that everybody else is getting, it, it it's liable to change. But like you said, it should be some type of incentive or something in the contract. If you meet certain standards that's not crazy, where you know. Things change around. I just feel like if you know what it's like, that's like perfect example. This kind of to the left. If 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 me All right, as, Beyonce, as, me me <laughs> as a kid, if me as a kid know what it's like to not have my dad around, right? And then I grow up and be a dad who's the same way as my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like end mm-hmm. of the day, I know that feeling. So if you know as an artist how it is to go through that, why would you start your own label and be the same person that? That that the person who signed you was. I, I think the industry, uh, they they're scared to give like that. Uh, you know, kind of like that deal that Master P got right. That deal was crazy. His first deal, he got eighty twenty. But see, Master P put in a lot of street work. Yeah, he's smart as shit that. too. Business minded. Still got that eighty twenty though. The, the industry keeps twenty percent just because you know your worth. That mean they're gonna pay you worth, right? But he put that. But the first of all, times have changed so much. You couldn't even do what Master P did right now in these times. No, it's impossible to do it. So, but he, if they didn't give him that, Master P could continue doing what he was doing, and be all right. You get what I'm saying? You gotta have that. Le- he had the leverage. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying to, for that deal to be that way. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had the leverage because he already proved that. Yo, I do what I do, and that desperateness of. He's I'm pretty sure Master P wasn't where he ended up being, but he was in a good enough space when he signed that deal. Whereas though, if I wait or I don't take this deal right now, I'm not going to be dead broke. You get what I'm saying? So it's hey, a different he, had that, he had an NBA contract. He, <laughs> you know, I mean, he was still, you know, what I mean, in them streets. So like, right. So when you sit back and you hungry and you starving, but you it's a different thing. You go you you move different when you ain't got nothing in the cupboard. And then when you got, you still all right. Now, don't get me wrong. You can have more in the refrigerator, more in the house as far as food. But I still got enough to survive out here. You going to move and your decision making will be different with those things being different. Now, that's what I was saying. Like, with Schoolboy Q, the way he signed his shit, Master P, the way he signed his shit. Some people, now that you said that inside of the industry, the, the, the view, you know, the field of view has changed, which is why they're complaining now, which is why. But at the end of the day, at who are you going to hold it? Who's gonna hold just accountable? You feel what I'm saying? Because remember, Wale did say he have a fucked up deal, but he left that um pr- production company and went to Warner, 
or whatever. So that's why his shit got better. And that's why he's been chilling and not crying and screaming at everybody like he used to be doing. You feel what I'm saying? Because right. don't get me wrong, he makes great music. But Definitely. I knew he was super frustrated at the time due to his original deal, which is why he got out of that. He can do more. He can be more, you know, productive. He dropped the album about nothing with Seinfeld. Like, whoever, you know, who thinks about shit like that? You feel what I'm saying? So it's like those people start to understand and can change it. But when you only two to three years in the game, not dropping what you're supposed to drop because you're trying to do other shit, it's over. Like, shout out, you know, word of Frank Ocean. That nigga finessed the game and kept it pushing. You feel me? Right. That boy, that boy good. And I think once you start rubbing shoulders with other artists and you see, you looking on their plate. Oh, oh shit! Mm-hmm. He got, he got. Where he get shrimp from? I ain't seen no shrimp. You know what I mean? I ain't getting nobody to that luncheon. Exactly. It shit start looking different. Um, let's tap into uh Raiders. Well, Raiders X receiver Henry Ruggs the third to be charged with DUI, resulting in death after car crash. Um, I has, I saw like the aftermath video. I seen that that car on fire, man. Like that shit was crazy. Um. When I, when I first heard, you know, about the DUI situation, my first thought was, well, why don't the team have it set up? Whereas, though, you know, for these type of situations, these guys have, you know, an outlet as they far do. as driving. But then, they, and they do. But it's, I had to think about it, too. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. Is he a kid? Yeah, 22, 23 years old. You know, and me and my wife had discussions, you know, um, well, he's still a kid. We've all did wild things when we was young. We have. But end of the day, when you when you when you're in a position, Henry, uh, what's his name? Henry? Henry, Henry Rocks the third. Pretty, pretty good receiver. I he's in the second year. I wouldn't say he was Justin Jefferson and Lamb as of yet in his career, but he's doing pretty good as far as his career. Definitely looking at possibly a second contract in the league. Definitely was headed towards that. You get what I'm saying? You gotta think. And, and that's what comes to me, me being a father with my kids, when they make decisions even around this house, did you you got to think. And that's and that comes with, it starts now. You get what I'm saying? And thinking about little things around the house, or did you think about that? Whatever, paying attention, putting some thought into it. As a teenager, it was cars that pulled up and said, yo, you're about to take this ride. Yo, you riding? And I had to decide, nah, I'm a chill. There's been times when niggas was going out and Shit ended up happening that night. And I said, nah, yo, I gotta get up early for work. I'm gonna stay home. You know what I'm saying? You have to think about what you're doing. Put some thought into it. You're talking about a situation where though he could possibly, without the situation, change generations of his children's lives, his family lives. This is all, this is, you know, coming from, I don't know where he come from, but let's say he come from a situation where though he's the only one who made it out. You could change so much and not thinking, Something like this happens. A hundred and what fifty-six miles per hour? X in the yeah, residential man. area. And so so you know, I was just there um this year. So July, some shit like that. Where he was speeding that, it's like crazy. I don't even know how you got up to that fast. Like that's so it was crazy. like a was it like the street, like like houses and shit? Yeah, it wasn't like open freeway or nothing. No. Like where he was at, like it, it's crazy. Like it, it wasn't far from where I was at. So I'm, I was just trying to figure out, um, one, how did you get there? 
So too, I was I was reading a lot of comments on it and stuff like that. People was like, "Why didn't he go in the fire and get the girl out?" Um, what people not understanding how hot that blaze is, right? Uh, and he, how uh, he realized how he just fucked up everything. Did you see the oh, video that- of him and how he what? He realized, yo, this shit is over for me. I'm done. Yeah. When you in your second like, year feeling like, yo, I'm getting off card, getting me the ball. I'm about to see you. This rookie contract is just, man, I'm, he, I guarantee you, he probably ain't got nothing. He probably ain't sit on nothing. Hell nah. You get what I'm now we're driving a car like that, my boy. <laughs> exactly. So he sent back here, like, thinking about the second contract already. You get what I'm saying? He realized that. Mo- you see me? Did you see the video with him? And the girl was holding him and all that. His girl was holding him and all yeah. that. Yeah. Fuck. You know he fucked up everything. It's over. He, he, I mean, you're still drunk, but he came out of that shit real quick. I mean, do you know how you ain't fast never been you- drunk? You ain't never been drunk and came out your drunk? Oh, definitely. I was, I was going on base down Norfolk in the Navy. <laughs> drunk as hell, driving somebody else's car. No license. Well, you go right you up. That you get them MPs? Sober right up, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, yeah, you know how fast you gotta go. You see, to hit somebody's car in the back and they catch on fire. The corv that Corvette doesn't have an engine up front, it has it in the back. That Toyota doesn't have an engine in the back, it has it up front. You know how so he hit it from behind, hit it from behind, he rear ended it, right? So, and you know, it, and it caught fire like that, yeah, exactly to catch fire. Yeah, nah, he he spazzed. I mean, like you said, he's young, but still, at the end of the day, you have too too much responsibility with with where you're at in life, and to a team you made a commitment to, to your family that's cheering you on, to to everybody that was fans of you. Just you become bigger than you was yesterday, and bigger than you even think you are. People are buying your jerseys. People are outside in the cold tailgate jumping off tables for you. Like, bro, like you become bigger than that, bro. And you just to, to do something to do something that that fast and lose it all. That's tough. It's it was crazy as though. Uh um plus what it's been last two two to three weeks we've been saying every week Raiders got a dark cloud over them. Raiders <laughs> got a dark cloud over them, right? Yeah. And every week it had its progress where that cloud is getting darker and darker as their jerseys, right? So you got Gruden. Right. And Ruggs. And now you got a situation today. What happened today? You got uh Oh, Damon the corner. Ar- the corner. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, hold on. I seen that, but I didn't even. When he was on, he was on. What was he at? He was on YouTube. What was he at on, on Instagram or some shit? I'm not 100% sure, but he was out here flashing the pistol and. You know what I'm saying? You a first round draft? Something to him? They did something to him, didn't they? They cut. They released him. Yo, doing whatever. <laughs> Your first round draft pick. But see, now, what I what I will say is the Ravens will be gladly to sh- scoop you up because we need a corner, but you're gonna come with some stipulations. See, the, the thing is, too, you got to look at with with an NFL team. You start looking at the general manager. Because Facts. how much how much time did you put into looking at like how much research did you do on this on this on this on this athlete? 
You know what I'm saying? Forget the the four four. Forget the the the, the uh, forty the forty the forty time and how much he what he jumped and all that. How much did we put into his background and seeing what kind of person he was? When you got multiple players with these type of situations, it makes it look like y'all didn't put no time into that. You get what I'm saying? End of the day, they're gonna call they're gonna call Henry Ruggs' situation immaturity. You get what I'm saying? They're gonna say that. So um, he had one. He had, I think he had the top forty speed in the in the draft last year. Yeah, but I didn't even you, like a four two something like that. Yeah, what did you? What, but when you start, when you think about, I'm a, listen. I watched the NFL draft. I don't see them back and say, oh yo, he's falling because teams on the board they took him off his board because of these things, because of that, because of this. You get what I'm saying? Especially when you invest a first round pick into somebody. When you cut in the first round pick, that's really saying some shit in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Because you first round picks. Two what? Which one? He was uh the boy was a, he was a what? Brooks and Arnett. Arnett was a first round pick too. Yes, that don't look good for the GM at all. Like his and that's Mike Mayock. Shout out to my I used to watch. I remember I know Mike Mayock for a fact. I remember him on yes on um, NFL Network. He probably about to lose his job. And then they got to look Hell at. Yeah. They might have to do a thing with with the with the Raiders. Whereas though we just cleaning out everything and starting brand new and bringing in new type of people because it seems obvious that the that the atmosphere, the energy of the team ain't right from the head coach to uh, the ex-head coach to the players. You get what I'm saying? It might be time to start brand new again. And they just did. Yeah, they, I mean, they got a new stadium, so they're going to next, next year, they, they might move to Mexico. They try to rebrand. Shit, all that money they didn't put in that fucking stadium. You remember how, how expensive enough tickets was when you were trying to get in that motherfucker? I don't know. I don't know, but David Carr might want to get a bottle there. He's smart. At that um, point, shit, he just he was just eating too. He, he was they Raiders was on a run too. Yeah, they night. Yeah, they well they 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 had won the last two weeks through through all this stuff. But then they just lost to the Giants, which they they came to New York and lost. I mean, it can happen. It's cold. It, it was, was a cold rough week in NFL period. Just man, cold. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I was heartbroken when I heard about Derek Henry boy. Fantasy yeah. team went through the fucking gutter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shit, I got fucking, I got Chubbs and fu- I got Chubbs and I got uh Carson. Well, my fantasy Chris Carson and I got Kyler and I got Kyler uh Kyler Murray who didn't play this week. It's Gronkowski. I mean, I could keep going. My team's in shambles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the league is the league is beat the fuck up. Um, Ravens won. Yo, fuck the Ravens. <laughs> they beat my Vikings. Good win. But hold on, I want to tap into this Dame Dash situation. So last week we spoke about um, Jay-Z going to the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and shouting Dame out. And then Dame came out and said, yo, we need to squash, you know, this beef, you know, whatever we got going on, me and Jay need to squash it. Um, For me, that's real positive to hear. We spoke on that. We always say we the prophetic podcast. I definitely said that, yo, they need to just go ahead, you know, get past all that. I mean, I hope that that... um, they get to that point because, like I said, man, we have to celebrate what Rockefeller Records was. Rockefeller Records, they couldn't get a deal. They couldn't get a deal with Jay Z. They they had to do it themselves. They started from the from the from the bottom and 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 got to to that point. You know, things happen and it's sad. You know, because you you know they say everybody can't go and all these different things, but you know when you those the guys we as me being a a teenager or in my young twenties, those the guys we rooted for. You know, those the guys, you know, that was winning. And so for to see it happen the way it happened, and then it wasn't really a lot of clarity as to why it happened or whatever like that. You know, I just hope it gets to a point where, though, you know, we can really, you know, celebrate 
you know, what they did, not just uh, Dane, Dane Biggs and, and Hove, you know, celebrate what Rockefeller Records was because you had to be outside. You had to be there. You know, you had to be outside when, when that happened to really appreciate it. So, you know, I, I want that time, that day to come where I'm not saying they're going to be best friends or they're going to be sipping pina coladas or, or doing whatever. But, you know, be in the same space and celebrate their accomplishments, because at the end of the day, no matter what Hove is, the level that he gets to, he wouldn't have got there without Dame Dash and Biggs. Yeah, for Going back to that Kanye interview, he said it. Shit, shout out to Biggs, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dame, because they asked him about Dame, and he was like, I'm always picking Dame. Dame was the one that made you think differently. He's going to make sure you know you're worth and who they are coming through the door. You feel what I'm saying? They said he was smart. He was a genius. He just acting nickerish is what they called it, but he right. was just very aggressive and passionate about what he really knew was what was going to happen. I thought what he knew was going to happen, just whoever's going to take up the deal, which look at them now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at them now. So shout out to that, man. They said he's a mixture of both. You know what I'm saying? So take the niggers of, of Dame and you take the the, the music side of Hove, then you get yay. So you know what? Yeah. Dame, is, Dame is like that NBA player, right? Who, if he on your team, you love him. But if your team playing against him, you can't stand his ass. So he's like Rondo. And that's what the, Dame <laughs> Dash is like Rondo. You get what I'm saying? Whereas though, Rondo's one of them players who you know he's tough. He might end up rumbling. And if your team playing against him, you'd be like, I hate that little nigga. But if you're on your squad, you like him. So I he did him on DeMarcus Cousins. So you yeah, know they were one in the right. same. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Shout out to Dame Dash. I hope they get it together though, man. For I really hope they, you know, stop all this and, and you know, whatever, whatever little petty stuff they got going on. They let it go. Um, is Jay Z the ultimate underdog story? Mm. I would probably have to say yes, just because you got to just look at the spectrum of it from where he actually started from to how idolized and what he's looked at now. I would say yes, because you know, as a minority in America, we always underdogs. But from being the that person selling drugs. The other, you know what I'm saying, in the streets, rapping, just all the generic stuff they, you know, put on our names. Right. From that, he became the businessman, the mogul, right. the right. icon, you know what I'm saying, all these different things. So to me, I would say yes, because it's, it's, and it's still going to this day, you know what I mean? So right. I think so. I'm, I'm not going to say him by himself. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say Dre. And I'm going to say Q. Nigga, what is you talking about? When they, we, <laughs> I said it's Jay the ultimate. What's up, my man? I said it's Jay the ultimate. Okay. Just to, just to entertain what you said, right? Because we just talking about, I was just talking about Jay. What makes you say that? I'm not saying you those said, other two guys I'm aren't. Saying, I'm, not, I'm saying no. I'm, I'm rebuttaling what you're saying. Like, I'm not going to give him. I'm the not ult- competing. I'm not saying competing with anybody else. I'm just saying his personal story. I'm not saying compared to anybody else. I'm just saying what he's been through. Is it just like the ultimate under underdog story? I'm not saying is he the most underdog ever. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I understand, I understand what you're saying. Okay, but what so I'm go saying ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to put him alone. What I'm saying is. 
We're just talking it. about him alone. I'm not talking about nobody else right now. We just okay, talking about him and Dane. No. You said yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You're going to oh, say no. Oh, why, why do you think so? Because why I said no? Dre and. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said Dre and Cube. <laughs> so if you say Jay, Dre and Cube, then what about fucking the rest of the niggas, Mike? What about Easy? Um, Easy didn't make it. The nigga died. Like, and they, they <laughs> <in> the main, <laughs> exactly. He died. He wouldn't have like, made it without easy. Easy to cut the check to even get the shit started. He wrote the without lyrics. Easy, there's no NWA. He wrote the lyrics. Who wrote the lyrics? Ew. Oh, did he? For real? Nigga, he wrote I know, nigga, you're not telling me nothing. You swear you're schooling somebody lyrics. like. Q oh, wrote the lyrics. Man. Nigga, you not watch that accountant? Nigga, you, yeah, you, can't, you can't rap without lyrics. You're right, but he got the check. You can't, you can have lyrics all day, but if you ain't got the bread for the studio time, what do it mean? Oh, I, I get that, but but at the end of the day, like rest in peace to him, but he didn't make it. And now you got Cube Vision. You know what I'm saying? You got are we there yet? You got all this other stuff that Cube is putting out. Where you know what I'm saying, like the last Cube story is a wonderful of story, and if we're talking about Ice Cube, we could definitely talk about his accomplishments. We just weren't talking story, about Ice Cube. The last story of Easy was Bone Dugs, right? And that's what imagine what Easy with man. Listen, I can't do this with you right now. <laughs> I can't do this. You just do for like you just got to give me one hard time. Pause. Every time I turn around with you, okay. So Ice Cube and Dr. Dre are also underdog stories. Are you happy? There we go. My motherfucking brother. This nigga is worse. You is fucking worse, you know. Um, <laughs> yo. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and his vaccine shit. Did Aaron lie, yeah, man? Tough. Did Aaron lie? He did lie. A-A-Ron? Did A-A-Ron lie? Yeah, man. Are you vaccinated? I'm, Im- I'm immunized. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> so I'm using, look, nigga, is you vaccinated, vaccinated or not, nigga? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's not just on Aaron Rodgers because you have to show your card and you have to show all your information to the NFL, to Green Bay Packers. So everybody knew they're just letting this nigga do whatever. So but they didn't double check. You think they knew? No, he's, Aaron, he's, he's Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to care. But see, the yeah, twist that. is like, like when, when it comes down to it, though, it's all good. What if this is a playoff game? They lose. It looked they, that they I know, but it's looked that different though. You know what I'm saying? And this is the what they call it, they try to call this the last, the last ride or the last, you know, this is last one with them. But last end of the day, all. like, yeah, right. I mean, like, we were no matter what I said about Ky- Kyrie Irving, I respect the honesty of you saying, like, yo, this is how I feel, I'm not doing it. It looks bad when it seems like how do they how do they know? So they're saying, because I, I was trying to look this up and I couldn't find it. They're saying they know for a fact. How do they know for a fact that he didn't take a, a vaccination? I'm pretty sure you just ask for the go to a system and you could just ask for proof. Where's your card? Or where's the proof that you actually got something done? Yeah. It's a simple, simple question. If I ask you something simple, you want to tell me yes or no? And if you can't prove it or show me, no, nah, I mean, come on. Right. But then nobody thought to ask him until he actually got the virus this week is what yeah, I'm gathering. Be- yeah, because it's, it's regular protocol. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to write what your card at so we can actually tell you either you got seven days for a week out or right. you're going to be out for four. And then he didn't have it. 
Exactly. A.A. Ron. Come on. <laughs> Lying and, and shit. Yeah, that. I mean, again, it's on on him. But, you know, everybody has their, you know, their choice to do what they, you know, want to do with their bodies and stuff. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's still on the NFL and the Green Bay Packers. Because you're not, you didn't let anybody else on that team go unvaccinated. But Aaron Rodgers, until he got that shit, yeah, nobody, nobody so the team, Yeah, the team play a part in it too, yeah. That, see, that's that, oh, not treating everybody fair. You get what I'm saying? Nice. He get a pass. That don't nobody, but he used to that. I think he's one of them guys who's not really, I get the, I get the, the, the I get the impression. That he's not like one of the guys. You get what I'm saying? Some guys are some guys in the locker room are, you know, they they with everybody and he, and you know they one of the guys. I don't know if he's that guy. And Green Bay didn't help themselves anybody. What you had to say? Go, he discounted double check the system and shit. <laughs> <laughs> My man said this kind of double check the said, system. Ice Cube and uh, Dr. Dre, they would have never. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the power. Fuck the police. They would have never. Hey, he, went to, he went to public enemy just now talking about fighting the power. But it's okay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ice Cube <laughs> and Dr. Dre okay. would have never not got vaccinated. In, in, right, in just throwing our names it. now. That's what we're doing. Just fucking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. All right, yo. So I was talk- I was saying this shit like at Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. The first play is always let me see what I really fuck with. Facts. So that first play, you got a little bit of everything, you know, just trying to see where it's at. That second play is all right. I didn't see what everything was. Now I'm going back for the shit I fuck with heavy. That's a agree fact. or disagree? Nah, I agree. If I'm at somebody's crib, I'm gonna try a little everything, be respectable, not grab too much, but grab enough to so like, yeah, you want some more? But no, let me let me make sure I settle in. You know, my stomach's been a little uneasy. Uh, turkey dry, mac and cheese bussing, yams good. I'm out here taking notes and shit. So next time I go up, I'm going straight for this shit and slide it right back. Hell no. I write that shit in my phone. Like I know about notes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need notes? Nigga, you just was eating it, nigga. Like when you when you bit it, you knew. What the fuck is you writing yeah, it down for? Because I'm like, all right, which one? Like make your plate, Jay. <laughs> Ten pan four valley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got big family. So you know, Auntie Shirley may may make a mac and cheese, and Auntie Marilyn may make a mac and cheese, but Auntie Marilyn shit is dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so need, okay. Yo, I yeah. hate- I hate somebody who come over and just go crazy on the first plate. Like, dog, let everybody eat first. You know what I'm saying? Relax. Like, I hate somebody who get over and just be, dog, relax. Triple. Let everybody good. eat. Like, I hate somebody who just be like doing a lot. Like, even if I get a plate, I get a plate and chill for a minute. Let everybody eat. You get a plate. Uh, oh, like you ain't even done your plate. I hate that. Listen, finish your plate. Bro. I tell my kids that. Like, finish what's on your plate before you have some new shit. Like, they be no, eating something. Huh? My, my, my motherfucking brother do that shit. And that nigga piles the plate, yay high, and just keep like, yo, what the, what, what are you doing? Like, the kids ain't eat yet. Oh, I, I left them to school. No, no lie. This nigga ate sixty dollars of Chinese food one day. I almost, I almost had to choke this nigga. And he bought that. Then I come back. He talk about I ain't do it. Motherfucker got gravy on the top of his. <laughs> Yo, my family seen how hot I was. They like, it was like, yo, go to the store and get something to eat. What the fuck you mean? Like this nigga, he makes plates that high. Yo, 
I, I had a nigga, and I ain't gonna say his name though. So my homeboy, I, I this a, a years ago, I was having to cook out kids during shit, and he like, yo, dog, like eat. Don't come to nigga. If I'm cooking on the grill, nigga, don't come to me asking me about no food on the grill. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, dog, ain't, the burgers ain't almost done. I had to tell him like, first off, dog, the kids eat first. Let the kids eat. Like, go grab a beer or something. Sit the fuck down. Like, first of all, I don't believe in going to. Now, I'm not talking about Thanksgiving anymore, but just if let's say we're having something small or something that's like a game night or something, right? Mm-hmm. You about? You weren't at my game like this year, was you? Nah, nah, I, I didn't make it. Right, right. But don't, if it's something that's like small food, whatever, it ain't a dinner. Eat something before you fucking get there. Like, I hate a nigga who comes somewhere dead fucking hungry, and then you killing everything. Like, there's certain shit you just don't go to with a fucking empty stomach. You get what I'm saying? Like, eat something, and then you're going to go there and get something small, whatever. Like, niggas that go to some shit that's just some shit like snacks or some, and be trying to get full-blown Fool going home, like stop that shit, man. I think one of my pet, but I'm gonna say one of my pet peeves is fucking when somebody come there, they make their plate, but they already got their to go plate right under that shit. No, (laughs) oh no, yo, you don't make no to go plates until everybody ate. That shit is so fucking ignorant. I'm sorry, like, I'm wrong with you. Go ahead, Jay. My pet peeve, the nigga that make more more than one to go plates. Like, yo, where the fuck you going? No, first off, don't be making no to-go plates, and you ain't even, like, no, dog. Like, first of all, don't come in my house and just think, you, and, and you got to spend some time, too. Don't just eat and roll. Don't be that Thanks. motherfucker. Especially if you ain't bring nothing. Like, you ain't bring nothing. You just... Man, listen, y'all niggas. <laughs> like, man. Like, listen, y'all about... <laughs> my man triggered. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, right. All day. Nah, if you ain't yeah, shit, drop that nigga name, nigga. All day. <laughs> I mean... Don't take it first. Texas nigga right now. Yo, you not invited, yo. <laughs> yo, don't come back, my boy. You owe me like, three, yo. ten pans of food, motherfucker. <laughs> yo, real shit. I want, I'll stop inviting niggas over for certain shit. Like, yo, you can't. Nah, yo. Mm-mm. I'll stop inviting you to shit. I, I stop inviting niggas to come over, right? Like, you know, let's say I come to your crib, right? And I know you drinking J-Mo, right? Right. Boom, I bring you a bottle. I'm not taking it home with me. Yo, dog. You Yo, listen. Crack. No, why you keep it. it going? I was trying to chill. Oh, Yo, listen. Nah, we running. Yo, listen. You don't take. If you bring a bottle to the crib, you don't take that bottle with you. That bottle do not go with you. Once that bottle step foot in my house, it's the houses. <laughs> that shit belongs to the crib. You said the houses. <laughs> the houses. It belongs to the house. It's the houses. <laughs> You know the fuck I'm saying. Like, I'm in a space right now. No fuck. <laughs> I'm in a space. All right. Shit. I hate that shit, dog. I had somebody. Yeah. I ain't see. I ain't know what. I ain't gonna see nobody. Chill, yeah. Chill, yeah. Chill, yeah. Nah, yo, fuck it, yo. So my sister, right? This is a long time ago. So I had a fight party, right? It's a long time ago. So I was with my daughter mom still. So she called my daughter mom like, yeah, um, didn't still didn't he open that bottle of uh, whatever it is? She was like, no. She's like, oh, I'm about to come over there and get that. She was like, you better call him first. Like, you're not about to come over here and get nothing. You lost the bunch of fucking No, I had a fight oh, party because I'm the king of like, I'll have someone just tell everybody, like, yo, bring a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll provide all the food, just bring a bottle. And then what's crazy, a lot of times I always say this, we'll make punches and then the punch be really what everybody drink and the bottles don't ever get open. So that's what mostly happened most of the time and shit. But don't be calling me talking about, oh, I left a bottle. That Once that bottle, yo, if you try to, and don't try <laughs> to have your, the bottle that you bought beside you, 
Why you sit like you got uh, all, all day just sitting there with your shit? Yeah, like, yeah, you got your body. <laughs> and then it's always some punk ass ENJ. Nobody wants that shit. Keep that oh, fucking ENJ. You got a fucking little a little bottle of ENJ, like, yeah, you know. Shit, eight dollars, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> My man with pride, I don't do shit like that. What are you talking about out here? See, how do we get see? That's how we <laughs> this is how this shit be, yo. Hey, it's lit. Thanksgiving right. rules. Bring a bottle and stay there. No more yeah, like bottle, man. <laughs> Chuck that fucking bottle. You're not living right. You know why you don't got multiple bottles at your house? Like that's gotta that's do better. Fact. If I'm outside, I'm buying the bottle, it's for that outing. Right. Cause I got bottles already at the house. My bottles is right here. My bottles is right here. Unless, um, unless yeah. I hey, get... yo, next time you get to the city too, Chris, you gotta come to the crib. You ain't been to the crib since you, you, know, you ain't been out drinking. Fuck with me. You gotta come I fuck got with you. Me. I'm, I'm a slide. Yeah. Yo, Silk Sonic, right? I was okay. worried. I was worried. Cause Leodore Open came out. That shit was major. That shit was big. Then the skate shit came out. That shit was. Mm. It wasn't up to par with it. But this new shit smoking out the window, yo. My you nigga. Like that? that shit go hard. Like, I ain't like that. I like skateboarding. Yo, I like the window. You crazy smoking out the window gonna be one of drinks is gonna be hard. Listen, you're gonna hear that shit everywhere, bro. That's oh, smoking out the window. Talk about some shit, but I, I think I like skate better. I don't know. Maybe because no, I'm nigga that, smoking out the, the window, the bro. That's smoking what, what out the window. Bobby. That's yeah. I'm gonna have to probably. I think it's when I heard him, so I think smoking out the window is probably gonna be the joint right there. Yo, but just, just, there. just cause the like you said, that first one I dropped was like, okay, this is how they coming. Then that skate shit, I was like, this is not the type of time I thought they was gonna be on. Right. Then that smoking, I'm like, oh, okay, be back. Right. Be back, Yo, they smoking out the window. Though. And this shit is funny though. This shit, they, they, and this some shit they talking shit about the woman, but the the women gonna fuck with it. This gonna mm-hmm. and, and you know I'll be on TikTok. I'm a TikTok guy now. And they listen, they this this one of them drinks that they is like using the they using this on, so it's gonna blow up just because of uh, that. They using that shit everywhere, but that's smoking out the window. Bruno, Bruno don't drop shit unless it's gold. Listen, that shit official. Oh, hold on, we're not going, we're not going downplay Anderson though. I'm about to say Anderson, that. get busy. I'm not I'm not gonna play, I'm not gonna downplay Pat, but anything that motherfucking Bruno Mars. Has came oh, out with no doubt, no doubt. That shit is one. <sighs> but Anderson is definitely holding his own on there. Definitely. No, well, I'm, I'm the, gonna listen. You gotta man. see the video. So right, the video, right? I did. After his part, he said that Jake would he pass out. He, he on the ground. <laughs> he laid on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he laid on the ground. <laughs> yo, yeah. Niggas like yo, Anderson back die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wondered that shit. I was like, why the fuck is he on the ground? Like, he's he gonna he get up. Dirty. Did he pop back up? Did he pop back up? With, yo, listen, I like I like what they do, man. I like Silk Sonic. Uh, nah, nah, they definitely, it's, though, but... it's definitely dope just because they both, when they make their own music, they have their live bands and shit like that. So I know just the music and sound at the time they put into shit is going crazy. Like, that's just, a, it's a vibe every day. That shit. Let's... Let me tell you what I like most about it, though, what I was doing the most. I watched that shit, right? And I was watching it every while. I was trying to do the dance moves and shit. <laughs> yeah, they be yeah, listen when he said she called me Hercules and he did that shit with his feet. Yeah, listen, those niggas be doing their thing. Hey, Summer Walk, you got a week, you got a week at number one, Summer. <laughs> when they yeah. when they drop, they dropping this week. Summer dropped last week. My wife yeah. loving that summer shit. I ain't really listen to it though. Oh, yeah, not nah, that woman getting their shit off to that summer shit. Yeah, yeah, summer coming around, but Silk Sonic about to shut shit down for a little minute. 
We glad when they dropped this fucking EP. You dropped oh, this no, album. They dropped it on, on Friday. Oh, so six on against? Say it one more time. So are they dropping on Friday? Yeah, they dropping on Friday. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm skipping that. skate though. They can keep skate. Uh, I'll be on skate. They should have took skate off that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out you a skater. You be out there doing it. The, you be oh, spinning yeah. and all that shit, huh, Jay? Yo, that's a story for another day. But hell yeah, I'll, I'll be out there. I'll be on my motherfucking roll bounce ATL shit out there. I don't know if I still got the moves because my knees about to hit thirty five on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jay. Early happy birthday to Jay. Coming up, Veterans Day. Shout out. We ain't done yet. I want to shout out the vets real quick. Shout out to all the vets out there. Uh, you know, me and Jay both vets. You know, um, shout out to that. Shout out to Jay birthday coming up. You just do that at the end, but I fuck around and forget. So it's on my mind now. So I had to fucking say it. Because I'd be like, damn, I should have this some shit. I'd I'd, I'd be forgetting shit sometimes. Um what was your nickname as a kid? Coming up, you might they might not call you that no more, but when you was a young buck, they used to call you that. I'm gonna go first. My if, if you've been listening to the episode, you've heard my government name. When you usually hear my government name, which is Hanif. <laughs> so when I was a young buck, you know, Hanif, I don't know if people are familiar with it, but Nifi, you know. And so when I was young, everybody called me Nifi when I was when I was young. As I grew up, it kind of is something that, you know, um, I outgrew. Only ones who call me um, Nifi is my grandmother, rest in peace, Frances Castle. Um, she she uh, called me Nifi and um, my baby sister used to call me Nifi and my nieces and my nephew called me Uncle Nifi. So that was my nickname growing up. I outgrew it as an adult. Don't know grown men call me Nifi, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my you know that's that was my nickname. What you got, Chris? Oh my, my shit was man. When I was um born, my mom said she drank a bunch of apple juice, so I came out and I was gray and shit. So she's like, then you old ass. She's like, I got an old man. So ever since then, she called me old man. <laughs> that's <laughs> that'd be my name. So. Shit, some people still still call me that. Like, so old man, what's up, man? My dad called me that shit. So I just been my name. What you got, Jay? My shit was Bookie. Who? Bookie. Bookie? Book would it be? Bookie. Bookie. Why Bookie? Yeah. Um, like that. I don't even know where the fuck it came from. Honestly, it's, just, <laughs> it's one of those names that, like, when when I got older, like. You can you can't call Baltimore and be like, uh, you know, who calling? And I can't say my government. They, I'll be like, I gotta say Buki. Like it, it ain't. They don't know my government. Oh, you can't say quite. I don't know who that is. That's your but, name. Uh, Mama named you quite. I'm yo, 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 yo. See, but no, you like you can't say that though. Like you, you can. Um, a lot of places you, you can say that, but. Yeah, I mean, even to this day, like Baltimore, I'm, I'm straight bookie. Anywhere else, um, you know, everybody know Jay or whatever. But um, going to Baltimore, yeah, I'm that. Even even I'm that. And then as I got older, I became ghost. Um, because like I, I go and like I go out and just smash a chick, and then like she'll go at my sister's house and look for me. And my ass would be in Virginia, Jersey, Delaware, New York. I'm go- gone. You be ghost. I'm ghost. <laughs> and you know, you come home off. You come home off a of leave too. <laughs> in the military, I got she about rental. to find you. Like she about to find you, Buki. Come here, that's you, uh, <laughs> Buki. Uh, where you been? No wonder, Buki. 
That's all they knew. That's all they knew. Buki, and they just knew that's it. I'm I'm gone. Like so. Yeah. You silly, yo. Um, what we've been saying, and this is gonna be the last topic, but um, what we've been saying is, no, I got a couple more things, but y'all got time? Y'all y'all in a rush? You good? All right. Mental health for the athletes. Um, Calvin Ridley came out and um he's taking some time away from the Atlanta Falcons for mental health. Um what's um homegirl the tennis player? I don't want to mess her name up. Naomi Osaki. Right. We've been seeing athletes today coming out and addressing that. Um, you know, taking time away for their mental health or whatever. Um, I think it's something to be proud of, you know. Well, even as kids and stuff like that, it was just always, you know, I don't know, even like this is black men, we've always just been, you got to tough it out, you know. I mean, we talk about athletes, but just that's the way we've been raised, you know. So it's good to see athletes, you know, sit back here and, and, and um, acknowledge that there's an issue and, 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 and take the steps to to fix them. You know, um, when I look at the Ben Simmons situation, I hope that's, I, I just hope that's not something athletes go to as an outlet to use again you know when you abuse stuff like that then it becomes hard for people who really going through it to express it you know so i just hope that it's never a thing where it's though an athlete is using that and i think this is going on with ben simmons i think he's using that as a reason to not play because they were finding them you know and that's fucked up but I, you know it's good to see athletes addressing that and and bringing it to light and taking the steps to fix it, but I also hope that this doesn't become a thing that athletes use, because when it's something that you can't challenge, you know, when you sit back here and say, oh, I don't believe them, it's almost like it's super insensitive, so it's something you can hide behind, like the, I always say, and I don't know if uh, we was talking about, uh, what's the young boy name, Lil Nas X, talking about he gay and I want to think he gay, we ain't got to talk about that right now, but I'm just saying, when you can hide, you can't sit back here and challenge that, you know what I'm oh, he's not really gay. It, it, it sounds crazy coming out of somebody's mouth. So when you sit back here and say you're an athlete, oh, yo, he's not really, he's not really going through anything. You, can, you can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good to see that. And I just hope it's not something that gets abused. How y'all feel about it? I um I can relate. Um, so I'm I'm kind of glad to see it. You know, being um a combat veteran, um, and and when I first came in. It was, you know, we don't we don't go to sick call, you know. You tough it out, tough it out, tough it out. And as you say, growing up in the places that we grew up, it was like, if you ain't broke nothing, they don't care how big the gas is, then you got to tough it out. Put a little Band-Aid on it, rub some dirt on it, keep going. Right. Um, but now, as being, you know, a combat veteran and understanding, like, how long it took me to acknowledge that, uh, one, I needed help and the issues that I deal with between PTSD, uh, TBI, and, and and so many more, um, that to see that they they're taking it and acknowledging it, owning it, and showing the uh, generation whoever's coming from under them, uh, if it's sports or whoever's idolizing them, that if something's going on in your life, then you know bring awareness to it. There's no re- no reason to. Uh, to uh, uh, halter it inside you, so Bobby. Yeah, man, I, I definitely agree. Um, super glad to see it becoming more prevalent in you know just the community. Something that needs to be talked about. Um, men have one of the highest suicide numbers as a whole, so 
definitely just, you know, seeing us be able to talk about it and express ourselves more um, is, is definitely a great thing. Uh, not taking nothing away from the woman. I just, you know, I can only really speak for what I see in some time, you know, some days of what I feel. Um, but definitely it's always great to see when somebody is able to have that power and step away from something due to not feeling right and be able to compete at the highest level. Um, definitely, I hope, like you said, Ben Simmons is not faking it. Um, I feel like they're going to keep finding him unless he like checks himself into therapy or something to kind of prove that's really what it is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, uh, again, yeah, it's obviously it's not a good thing, but it's good to see that they're addressing what's, you know, actually wrong and taking the time for it. So you know, I think it's pretty dope. Definitely. Now that Kobe Bryant estate, right? Whew. So a couple years back, Kobe Bryant put $6 million into body armor. Yes, yeah, right. so like the drink. Right, the body armor situation. He put six hundred six million dollars into it, which now has turned into four hundred million dollars as it got sold to Coca Cola. Man, it's crazy when your money make money, boy. God, goodness gracious! And from what I'm hearing, that estate might be close to a billion because I heard it was worth close to six six hundred million. Add that four hundred, I'm talking about a billion. So, um. That's crazy. Shout out to that estate and, and all the things that's going on as far as, you know, we wish you could be here to see it, you know, but a $6 million investment turning to 400 million, boy. When you got money, boy, that money will make money for you. But Yeah. And then it's, it, these athletes are so much more business-wise. They, they are ahead of anything these other cats are doing. Like, when you see, if you see what LeBron and what KD doing, they still in the league. Making money outside the league, man. It's 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 you know to see black men, young black men, business minds being the way they are, man. It's a beautiful thing to see. As we, think, as we you know, generational wealth. I mean, LeBron, KD don't have any kids, but uh, uh, you know, LeBron's got you know three. Uh, so in case their plans don't work out, um, and, and you know they try to follow in the footsteps and. You know they they have something so where it can be passed down from generation to generation. I'm about to say all right now, I hear what you're saying. The word that Shaquille O'Neal, he rich nigga, not they rich. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yo. But Jay, you said that a minute ago too, Jay. You were saying that that Shaq be like, yo, I'm rich. Y'all not rich. I, I said that. Yeah. But see, it's a it's a thin line because like. In this conversation, we've had if you have people who've listened to this podcast, you're familiar with this conversation that we always have. And it's like that thing where it's though me being a kid, I seen things as a kid. I seen my mom go through things. My mom was a young mom, 17, having a child, having three children by the age she was 22. I see my mom go through a lot of things, you know, and I feel like it built characteristics in me that I'm thankful that I have. And when our kids are in these situations where though they don't know what struggles like, and you don't want them to know what struggles like, but I do feel like me seeing those things gave me an edge that I live with today from that. You get what I'm saying? So it's like a thing where though you want your kids to understand that you want to give them the world, but yet and still make them understand that you're not supposed to, there's nothing that says you're supposed to get 
all this stuff. You know, there's not like you're not entitled to. And I always go to a birthday party. You know what I'm saying? Me being a kid, I didn't have a birthday party every year. You know, every year my kids, we it's a party or we going out and we're spending a bunch of money. And it's a bunch of gifts. And it's a, you know, end of the day, that's not, it's not a contract or I'm not going to get arrested if I don't do these things. You get what I'm saying? Because let's say financially things happen, whereas though I'm not able to do it this year. You get what I'm saying? So you want them to, you want to give them everything, but in the same token, you want them to understand that you're not supposed to get it so be thankful because it's not something that's supposed to happen we're just in a blessed enough situation whereas though it does happen you know they don't my my kids ain't don't know what it's like to come home when the lights is out or you know not knowing we're gonna sleep at or a roof over our heads or going to different schools because we always moving because of financial things that's going on they don't know a life like that and i don't want them to but in the same token i feel like i have an advantage or or certain characteristic in me because of those things you get what i'm saying and i kind of want them to have it without them going through what i went through go ahead jay no you just you have the knowledge we have the knowledge um of knowing the hardships of our parents and how we grew up and we don't want to pass that on to to our others um and whatnot um most definitely i mean you know growing up like you said, my birthday party was a, a, a cake, if that, um, you know, maybe a, a, you know, a $20 bill. And, and that was it. I might get some shoes or something like that. Nowadays, it's shoes, uh, birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese and uh, balloons and cakes and, you know, yada, 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 and blase, blase. So definitely. Nah, that's a fact. I don't, I don't have any kids currently, but. Definitely, uh, like you said, once you are in those experiences, either you're going to like it, love it, or learn from it. You feel what I'm saying? So right. if you like that experience, you're going to make sure you and yours experience it again. Like, yo, I used to like this shit, bro. You're going to love it. I promise you. You love it. You're going to sit there and make sure it's like, oh, yeah, we have to. This is going to be in our family ritual regardless. We're going to make this happen and learn from it. I ain't like that shit. But I know how to not be there again. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's just those hardships. It was hard going through it. But like I said, it built a, a different type of character that is, you're not going to find in a lot of people. And when you find out in a lot of people, those conversations and those events so that, you know, just that conversation you have with that person is a different type. Because now you're on the same spectrum in a different realm discussing things that can progress your life. You feel what I'm saying? So. Those I don't, you know, take any of my experience that I have with people in time for granted because those can spark an idea. It can spark, you know, just something in you that can change your whole momentum. You could be in a slump and somebody just say, Hey man, what's that? And you just made you a brand new shirt. Oh, this is my clothes line. Oh, word. I invest a hundred in it right now. Boom. Motivated. I'm back to it. You see what I'm saying? So right. little things could always take off and go, you know, go where it needs to be. I ain't gonna hold you like yo, I don't even Go ahead, Jay. I was just telling uh, Bobby she might see this episode and and give you those words. I gotta, I gotta tell you something. So hey, say man. How about say, man? Let's let's get this shit top of the morning. Top right. of the morning. <laughs> yeah. What I was gonna say is like, yo, this serious. Like every morning I get up four o'clock for work, bro. I never hit the snooze button one time, and it might be the military, you know, background in it because it ain't no calling out. 
you know, but I really believe it's the fact that I refuse to be where, where I've seen, you know what I'm saying? So no matter how tired I am, you know, if I got to, I, I, I might, oh man, shit. But I don't, I've never hit the snooze button. Never. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm about to go get this. Cause the other day, it's, it's so many people that wake up and, and don't got that to go to. You know what I'm saying? And as long as my family need, I'm going to be up to take care of that. And it ain't going to be no snooze buttons for me. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, man. One of my, one of my memories that I always tell everybody, because it's like one of the craziest memories I still have to this day. We was in the house and the alarms are going off in the building. The fire department comes and busts open our door with a little hammer drum. Boom. Right. They're like, fire. I'm standing there like a little kid, just like, there ain't no fire. There was the crackheads next door burning their fucking place down. So right. now we got to wait until the apartment complex come and put our locks back on our door. So we got a fucking mini fridge holding my door open. And when my mom sleep next to us with a gun, <laughs> I was like, oof, that's tough. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All night and you just hear people walking past, don't know if they coming in or not. You don't get no sleep. Right. And the jacks, nigga, like, either shit. You got to figure it out. <laughs> Listen, I bet you you'll never let your kids see that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Definitely. All right, we're gonna we're gonna end it right here. <laughs> like, uh, listen, I can go. We can keep going. <laughs> we we got, cover, we it, Astro uh, Travis Scott Astro World. Uh, right, 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 right. My bad, my bad. We got it. We got to do that one. So what happened? Yeah. What happened? The, okay, so say yeah, you gotta see what happened. I'm not. I don't got all the information. So you got to know what Bobby is though. So oh, I am. Damn. Okay, throw it on me. I got the, I got the ball, coach. <laughs> Shit. Um, basically, Travis. Um. He had a concert, Astro World. The uh, people were getting in, and then there was a back gate that was actually stampeded on, and people that didn't even have tickets actually were inside the concert. So, boom, that's the first thing. So now it's overpopulated, not enough security, not enough medical staff in there. Keep that in mind. Then another instance, there's people passing out don't know if they were you know, on drugs or you know what so have you they uh they died eight people died about 100 injured it was marsh pits you know travis scott that's that's his thing marsh pits and his crowds always go crazy but there were actually casualties he wouldn't stop the concert and you know people are saying that you know they're gonna put lawsuits on him for the dead people you know that ended up at his concert and the second part is a lot of people also is trying to put this on uh, demonic offerings. So that's the two things that's going on with Damn. the Travis Scott. Yeah, so it, it's, a, it's a whole lot uh, uh, pretty much going on with that. It was this videos coming out of uh, a person was recording and you see people running on stage, pushing the cameraman like, there's a dead body here. Tell them to stop. Like people are climbing up trying to scream, there's dead bodies and you see like the body as a security trying to grab him out just all limp. Like it, it's, it's a lot of crazy videos that's coming out. Damn. So is that yeah. is that Travis's fault. Well, is his is his uh what they call him? Um, that's his venue, yeah. right? Not venue, but basically that's his uh what they call him, James. His uh fest festival, right? Yeah, yeah, his actual world festival. Yeah. So how much of that is really his responsibility? Are we? Do anybody know? Like, it's, how much is um, he, do we hire the security or whose responsibility yeah. is all these things? So it's not per se his fault, but he's the front runner, so you will always be addressed. 
He's the name. So of it's going exactly. Live Nation is the is the front runner. Exactly. So it it's him, you know, at his event. But the people like who said it, like who, like why is there wasn't enough security? Who you know invested in security? While where was the medical team at? Knowing his show, so obviously right. again he's the front. Um, he's the the face because it's a Travis Scott actual his no all that right. shit. But the people who actually booked the venues, booked the security, but like the management team is basically the ones that gotta figure it out. And the PR team got to make the press release. So it's really the, the management team that kind of dropped the ball on the security and things of that nature. So that was this past weekend, right? Mm-hmm. They said, seen... one dude, <laughs> they said one dude was running around with a fucking needle of drugs and stabbed a security guard and he went to cardiac arrest immediately. Wild oh, wow. shit. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be hard for him to get it. Uh, end of the day, like you said, he's going to be the, to a certain extent, I feel like, it's going to affect his money as far as Travis Scott. Probably he's, I'm he's, doing shows. He's putting out a lot of money for the uh, families that have um, has lost people. He's paying for a lot of uh, medical bills, injuries, stuff like See, that. That's, that's 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 to stop the blood. That's to stop the. Yeah, I'm not saying it ain't sincere because I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it's sincere, but. Man, listen, ain't yeah. nobody trying to hear that shit when if your child or your or your brother and was in there and y'all didn't have the proper. You paying the bill, that's not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, you could essentially pay for it, you know, as rich people, you it's a way to write stuff off like that, unfortunately, but still the gesture, like he said, is to stop the bleeding because right, then, I ain't going to take no million dollars just because a nigga died. Nigga, it's your fault. Nigga, I want what you made for the show. I want that. Nigga. So you're talking about right, <laughs> even, with, even with him going and moving and doing shows when when that's the type of crowd that comes out, it's going to fuck. It's going to fuck the money up. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. People are like, yo, well, we don't want that in our venue. You get what I'm saying? Oh, this will happen last time. They didn't, they, and then y'all didn't have because whoever venue it is, I'm pretty sure I don't know if that's how it goes, but if it's your venue, do you su- do you supply the security? I don't know how those things go. I don't know if any of you got if either one of you guys know. But so basically, if you're coming with the show, you guys set these things up, I'm guessing, as far as management team. Yeah, like I said, right, y'all have already shown security, y'all so. don't y'all don't qualify to, to, to handle that <laughs> properly, right? Like, yeah, I can't take this risk. It's big like that. I I believe when I work security, right? So if the artist was coming, then whatever the place was supplied the security, right? Okay. So on this, I would say it would be Live Nation, but I could be wrong um, because I have never been Astro Fest. But I would want to say Live Nation, you know, they it's their, um, it's their land, it's their, uh, they set up everything. You know, Travis Scott team is not setting up the stage and stuff. Live Nation is. But so Live they, Nation was the ones who did this, though, right? Yeah, exactly. So they have shown, if I own the venue, that they might not be properly, they might not go by, they aren't, something's going wrong if this happened. You know what I'm saying? He's going to become a high risk. Well, Live, Live Nation's risk. getting sued. Live Nation's getting sued, too. So what might end up happening, Scott. even if I let you on my venue, something in the contract is going to be, there's going to be some things written in there to make sure I'm covered. As far as my venue, that's you know what I'm saying? Because that's a fact. I mean, even if they try to sue Travis Scott, you know what I'm saying? He still signed a contract at the end of the day to have to fulfill the show. You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, I could see it on that end, but still, just like you said, Live Nation was the front runners there. Even if Travis could sue for the dead, the dead um, folk, you know, RP to them, condolences, right. they still can sue Live Nation for everything to get back. So it's full circle. 
at that point. I mean, Live Nation should have an insurance policy. It's like going to a, it's like going to a rap concert, right? Those insurance, insurance policies. Policy? For, uh, yeah. For that, Yeah, No, they have an insurance policy for the event. So anytime, oh. like, anytime, like, let's say, like, Lil Baby does a concert in Miami, right? Wherever he's doing that concert, they're, they're paid more in insurance um, because, you know, it's a hip-hop event and anything's liable to pop off, right? Because something like that can fuck it up for everybody. You know what I'm saying? If you're an artist that's similar to Travis Scott or known to bring out a crowd that's similar to Travis Scott, that can make venues not really want you there. Like, it's not just, this don't even just affect Travis. This affects, you know, artists in their festivals. You know what I'm saying? If you got, especially like the, I guess they the mosh, jump in the crowd, you know, mm-hmm. that's the energy. Then this not only affects Travis, this probably affects other right. artists ASAP, as well. ASAP Mob and all them niggas. They right. doing shit like that. Yeah, man, I hope they work this out, man. Rest in peace to the, to the lives that was lost and the people that was injured, man. You know? Yeah, I want to have a positive ending to this. <laughs> Shout out to well, the Braves, World Series champs. Oh you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. You went out. How was it out there? They was out. They was out there. They behaved oh, yes. out there. Yeah, people behaved, but it, it was super lit. Super, super lit. Yeah. The, I didn't get to the to the Little Christian concert, but I heard they they performed and put on a good show. So, so you went out because I know when the, when the um when the Eagles won the, the Super Bowl, man, I, I stayed in the crib. <laughs> I ain't go out. Oh, it, there. it was nah. I went outside just because it was it was in the daylight. <laughs> right, right. Long as long as lights outside, I'm. I'm but see, I'm it's still warm too. When the Eagles won, it was like January. It was like Oof. January, February. It was like, yo, I'm Five not going degrees. out there. All <laughs> Hell no, nah, it's cool to shit up there. Facts. But this is brothers talking shit, episode one sixty four. Hell of an episode, fellas. We out of here. Is there- out of here. <laughs> yeah. Early to everybody. Go. I holler. <laughs>